Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Pastine Studio, John McTavish. How are you guys doing? Got the fucking star of Bethlehem over my right shoulder, baby. Let's go. There you go, buddy. Jets won a football game. Stop the presses. They did win a football game. Look at Baker with that comeback, man. It's like, who do we have in quarterback? Joe Flacco? I don't know what happened there. 300 yards. (laughs) Joe Flacco was tearing up in Cleveland, man. That's what I'm saying. All right. So today we are talking about the La Aurora 120th anniversary Churchill. Uh, Cigar is 7-inch by 47. Comes out of the La Aurora factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Rapper's Dominican Habana 92. Binder from the Dominican Republic. And uh, the filler is from the Dominican Cibao uh, Valley. Cibao Valley, is that how you say it? Cibao? Cibao? Cibao, yeah. You know, I have Cibau. never known how to pronounce it, so I just never say it. All right. Perfect. Well, uh, I threw Cibau. myself kind of sounds like I was kind of, Cibau. whenever I read it, Cibau. I think of like ciabatta bread. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Ch- chaya, it's like the ciabatta. It's like, a, it's like a half a ciabatta sandwich valley. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, it is blended by Manuel Yanoa. Uh, price point is $16.10. Cigar was released in September of 2023. Uh, so with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? I thought overall the cigar was lacking. Um, you know, it, it's it's uh, I got this like construction paper kind of note in uh, mix with cedar. It was just way too much of this like woody pep, uh, papery sort of a note to it. Um. Yeah, it's just you know, this is another one of those anniversary cigars that just doesn't that doesn't hit like what most anniversary cigars don't do a good job of. All right, Seth, what were your thoughts? I mean, I mean, God, June, you make some points, but at the same time, man, it's just, <laughs> gosh, it's um, just, just agree, John. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of. Oh. Agree. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. With you. So, listen, it's. Yeah, I mean, there's these core flavor profiles of like mineral, barnyard leather, um, and I had this really strong bitter chocolate finish, which was kind of weird because it's like mineral front, and then it's like this chocolate finish, and it kind of it it, it was odd. At least I got that. Um, but then again, it's all Dominicans. So what do you expect? Um, so and that just kind of continued through the second and final third um it became a little bit more you know mineral and harsh in the final third construction was a little off um draw was fine medium and strength and body just lacking in complexity john well you know seth doesn't like a dominican scar i'm definitely keyed up because um i don't like it either i mean it was okay um, I think the issue for me is that I was looking forward to this from the trade show. I know Laura, Laura has made some like absolute knockout banger cigars in the past. So perhaps it was my expectations with the issue. Uh, I thought it started out very promising. The first third, I actually wrote like three paragraphs of tasting notes. I had like mild graham cracker, light spices, nuttiness, um, creaminess, a little bit of wood to offset the sweetness. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is what Laura does. This is, you know, yeah, this is really good. And then kind of went in the second, and it was just like, uh, it was like when a car engine blows the stack, and you just kind of see all that power disappear. And it just kind of like all those notes just kind of faded away as it progressed, and it and it just kind of mostly became tannic wood and earth forward. 
And I was like, well, that's not as good. And the last third was really just creamy wood, tannic wood, earth, um, and just kind of played with those notes. So, you know, all that exciting, engaging, dynamic quality that was there in the first third just seemed to evaporate. So I don't know if it was maybe blended for a certain tasting panel, maybe. Just throw that out there. But, um, you know, on a Churchill with a three-hour and 23-minute smoking time, I, I kind of need a little bit more. Um, burn was a little bit wavy. Uh, had to do a touch-up in the second third. Uh, had to do a relight in the last third. Uh, so that kind of knocked it down a little bit. Uh, draw was perfect, though, so that was that was really nice. Uh, so, you know, pretty much just kind of just above that average mark for me. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, for me, the cigar shot was toasted oak, earth, and bold baking spice. Uh, baking spice transitioned to black pepper pretty quickly. Uh, second third saw the toast level pick up a bit, and then the final third saw a menthol mintiness join in and kind of build up. Um, I think I thought the cigar had a nice start, kind of the rest of you guys did. Uh, had a basic combination of flavors, but they were well delivered. Uh, profile took a step down in that second third as the flavor delivery mellowed a bit and kind of just remained at that level the rest of the way. And um, not a bad cigar, uh, but nothing really exciting. Um, didn't really deliver on what I expect from a anniversary cigar and especially 120 year celebration, but, um, not something I'm going to come back to. Um, I don't know if a different Patola is better or not. Um, but it's kind of expensive. Didn't really wow me here. So, um, I was hoping that 47 ring gauge was going to be the key here, but just didn't, didn't kind of deliver it that, that way. So, uh, all right, let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with Seth at 6.22. John gave it a 5.9. I gave it a 5.85. And June gave it a 5.6. So, Seth, how that 6.22 matchup for you? Never looks good when I'm leading the pack of an old Dominican cigar at 6.22. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just, it was it, it was really lacking. It was, there, was, there wasn't enough complexity, depth, anything. Um, it, it smoked really young. Um, I know what you're saying by like, it seemed like it was just for a certain palette. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's absolutely right. It's really disappointing for 120th anniversary. I guess they figured you no know, one else has one. So, you know, it's not like they're competing against anyone. So it's, <laughs> you know, um, this is what 120 years is like guys, you know, you want to know what 120th anniversary looks like come smoke this shit. So, um, yeah, but no, it's. The price isn't, you know, it's sixteen ten. It's it's high. I wouldn't. I'm not going to go buy it again. Um, I can, we're not going to go buy it. But like it, overall, like I kind of feel like, I don't know. I I would have been okay if they'd priced it like twenty five and made the blend a little bit better. You know what yeah. I mean? I would have got it. It's a hundred twentieth anniversary. So um, yeah. So, right, so John, did, sorry. Did the score match up well? I'm I'm so confused. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, I mean, six point two two. That's probably a little high. I think that was being kind. I'd probably say low low sixes, high fives is adequate. Yeah, yeah my my five, five nine. nine. Yeah, totally totally matches up well. Obviously held back by the uh, draw issue. Uh, or pardon me, the burn issue. Um, and if and at five nine, you know, regardless of whether it's an anniversary or whether it's a, a cheap or expensive or in the right sweet spot. Uh, you know, below a six two. There's so many cigars in the market. There's so many La Roars in the market. That's probably not something we're going to return to. Yeah, my five point eight five matches up well. Um, above average flavor profile. Construction was pretty good. I mean, just slightly wavy burn, slightly tighter draw than I prefer, but 
kind of gets to the f- high fives. Not something I'm going to come back to. All right, June five point six. Um, it's not worth it. I mean, I I said this about Laura before, but just if you pick up their cheaper and kind of core items, core line item, core line items, uh, they taste way better than most of these like limited editions that come out. So, and you're only spending like I don't know five six bucks. Well, it's probably more than that now. I'm thinking yeah. pre-COVID, <laughs> but still pretty cheap. Yeah. All right, any uh, final thoughts from you guys on this one? You know, I don't know. I do wonder how much of my expectation went into this because, you know, you and I saw them at the show. I think that was probably one of the top eight, top seven cigars we are looking forward to after the show. So I don't know how much that pl- that played into it, but uh, I, am, I, am, I am a little disappointed, honestly. I'm honestly personally disappointed because I, I kind of expected this to be mid to high sixes and maybe even something that was competing, you know, in our cigar of the year list. Yeah. Um, La Roche has shown that they can put out stuff like that. And they've done like to this day, the uh, 100 annuals is like, you know, one of those legendary releases that like to me is one of the best cigars ever released bar none. Yeah. So they've got the tobacco, they've got the blending knowledge. I just, this kind of fell short, a little disappointing. I'm a break man. They've been doing for 120 years. Well, you know, don't use 120 year old tobacco is what I'm saying. You know, use tobacco that's 10 years old, not 120 years old. Cause that's too old. That's yeah. too old. Do you, do you ever think that sometimes, and you know, Cuba doesn't have this problem. So that's the great thing about communism <laughs> oh. is that, do you ever think that maybe this whole, they're like, shit, well, you know what? The aged tobacco thing—they they just have it lying around because they haven't used it and it looks sexy. But oh, you have 100%. to know that they know it's lacking in some flavors. Well, why would you have tobacco? So, so since tobacco is money, why mm. would anyone have tobacco just laying around when it's like you're you know it's like a whiskey company with barrels of whiskey and they're like, are you going to bottle that and sell that? And they're like, nah, we don't like money. I think they just like have it lying around because they it makes up for their little like. It's like it's like dicks. It's like look how much dicks we got lying around. That's how they look at this in this industry. They don't look at the money. You know what I mean? I wonder. Has, have we ever asked Skip about? I want to know Skip's opinion on this. Oh, you'll you'll get it. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah you'll get we'll it. Him. He loves talking tobacco. Leftovers tobacco and dicks. There you yeah. go, guys. That's an aged cigar. For I mean, you. I mean, to your point, it is you know because certainly if depending on the run of of cigars. So for the audience out there that aren't aware, uh the scale of the project determines how much tobacco you need. So if, you know, if you're only doing like a couple hundred boxes, you can put in some pretty funky tobacco that really hasn't been used or, uh, is really aged or, you know, is special and you've only got a limited quantity of it. That's the nice thing about doing smaller runs. If you do a regular production run, you need to not only have that tobacco, but you need to have a continuous supply of that tobacco. So, um, you know, it's certainly possible. It's kind of one of those funky projects where they're like, listen, we have these, the special tobacco is just sitting there. We don't, we know we're going to produce so many boxes. We can use it for that project, but you know, I'm looking at these, this packaging, these boxes, it does, it does, the packaging doesn't even look as nice as some of their other stuff. We've talked about the cigar long, way too long. I could yeah. shit on them for a little <laughs> bit longer, but like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts. So iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. 
Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. You know, I got one more thing to do. <laughs>